Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrullo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? What is up? The energy is amped. We are on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just dive right into it because uh, we had a pretty eventful week. Uh, you know, at n- no crazy big Trump news that I can think of, but there there was yeah. plenty of other shit going on. Uh, no, no mass shootings. I think we kind of like maxed out. No, no major capacity for you know. that this week. Um, I'm sure there was just, some, but no, no, no white kids were killed in them. Yeah. So we well, <laughs> I, I I did just see the police caught a couple of white supremacists that were arming up to make more bombs and do the same thing. So at least once in a while they get caught ahead of time <laughs> so i guess that's good news yeah good um yeah but uh you know the big thing that happened this week was uh alexandria ocasio cortez spent her first day in congress uh she went to uh freshman orientation <laughs> which i didn't know was a thing in congress but that's actually you know that's smart that they do that and kind of yeah show them yeah. the ropes and show them where to go and all this where shit the, where the money comes out of the, the thing with they just fill their pockets yeah um which <laughs> this is, is where you go to pick up yeah. your lobbyist checks yeah. and this is where you go yeah it, um, no it's how you literally avoid like the public it's, it's the whole city you've never been in now you work there you know uh-huh. like there's yeah. and then you got the whole underground little special subway just for the politicians and um you know there's, there's a lot to do and it was she didn't waste any time fucking shit up which no, was pretty awesome to see. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. She tweeted that she kept getting mistaken for uh, for a congressional aide or for one of the spouses of one of the who congressmen. Doesn't, who doesn't know who she looks like by this point? <laughs> that that that's the that's the real <laughs> testament to how in a bubble people in DC are, like, and how just lip. But even, I gotta imagine, even like 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 in a bubble in a bubble liberals or in a bubble conservatives that that work on the hill. How the fuck do you not know who Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is? There's, there's gotta like be so many Tonight people Show. like that I, that just work there as like janitors or like low level security. Who for them they have no interest in politics. It's just their job, sure. and unless they've seen the person a bunch in real life, they don't know who the new people are, right? And, and I imagine there's probably a bit of that. Actually, when, when my mother uh, started teaching when she was only 22. And she already looked really young. And when she started going to classes, uh, like if if she was, you know, had a period like a, a uh, you know, you have certain periods where you don't teach because you have to like catch up on grading and everything like that. And she would be in the hall sometimes, and she get yelled at and be told get back to class <laughs> by other teachers who didn't realize she was on the staff there. So I can see, I can see definitely how that could happen. Like, how could you not know that that was yeah. your fellow teacher? <laughs> but it's yeah. you know, new face. Why well, so. I have to imagine that we're like, yeah, I don't know, maybe security people. I, I that was just hilarious to me. But yeah, so she um was there for orientation and uh she wasted no time you know making her mark uh because she showed up to a uh climate action uh that was going on in nancy pelosi's office uh climate protest climate action they were they were kind of iffy about calling it a protest because they weren't they were saying they weren't protesting nancy pelosi per se but they were saying hey you're the leader you know presumed leader of the democrats in the house yeah uh why don't you take some actual bold action on this and not just pretend right. to, you know, yeah. investigate well, climate change again? The sit-in isn't necessarily a, a condemnation. It's like you're sure. the one who's supposed to be doing this shit. You need to fucking do it because we yeah. could we could decide not to leave for several weeks, you know, if you really wanted to. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, so the group was called the Sunrise Movement, and they were saying, um, you know, all of these things that you're saying are not enough. Talking about an all of the above energy strategy is not enough. You need to actually uh, pass a Green New Deal, meaning that we're going to get America on 100% renewable energy in a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the, what specifically their, de- their demands were, but in, in a real short, you know... Time because yeah i mean it needs to be 100 percent like now right yeah um, i mean we need to start yesterday if but it's actually, you know yeah. it, if there's if there's any any industry bigger than wall street and the financial industry it's the fossil fuel industry i mean nobody has more money and more power globally so i mean good luck to them <laughs> with the green yeah. new deal thing but you know it, it's you know it, it's certainly something we should fight for i just am not hopeful that it's gonna anywhere meaningful by the time we need it to no is, no you know, and, and, and yeah and, that, and that's why i'm always saying like we've got to we've got to look at the other areas of, of of carbon emissions because we're never gonna the the power behind that one industry is is more than any other industry so yeah. uh, but the, you know again it's like the, the pelosi and the democrats just decided to go back to taking fossil fuel money from the from the fossil fuel industry, yeah, no, the, uh, after, literally this year they decided. To <laughs> yeah, uh, they they refused uh, Bernie's platform proposal at the DNC convention to uh, be opposed to fracking. You know, it, it's just this is they, uh, you know, and, and now had a fracking lobbyist on her fucking uh, her platform committee, like yeah. she, the, the yeah. that that was arguing with you know, Josh Fox and other climate activists that Bernie put on his platform committee. I mean, the, 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 the fucking dichotomy could not have been more stark in that, yeah. you know, but then she, well, then she tries to claim that, Oh, I we passed the most progressive democratic platform in history. Like, yeah. <laughs> against your fucking wishes. Like yeah. what? it's, it, yeah. It's like Chris Farley and black sheep. It's like, I passed D plus. <laughs> it's Tommy boy, but yeah. Oh, they're very easy to confuse. Yeah, very you're right. Movies. You're right. One one's way funnier, but yeah, Tommy are, Boy is way better than Black up. Sheep. Yeah, 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 very much so. How Black dare Sheep's you? Political one, up. actually. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. But yeah, it's you know, it's this is the same Nancy Pelosi that now is you know people are are saying she's actively working against uh, Medicare for all, not just like I don't really like it, but actively trying to block it. Well, no, they're they're fighting her right now because she, her big idea is to pass this fucking paygo bullshit where you essentially have to pay for, you know, any kind of program you're trying to pass up front. And then she was trying to pass another resolution saying that uh, we won't raise taxes on on 80 percent of Americans, the bottom 80 percent of Americans, which is literally impossible if you want to pass any kind of social program that benefits those 80 percent of Americans like and people hear that and they're like, oh, well. I don't, well, I don't want my taxes to go up. Yeah, of course. But your taxes going up slightly and then getting rid of your health care premium would net save you well, money at the end of the year. But I, mean, like I, that, I but, would be fine with them not raising taxes on the bottom 80 percent if Nancy Pelosi was like, and we're going to yeah, go back to FDR taxing the top one percent. Ninety percent on the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, of course. But the, of course, but that's they're not, not going to do that. They're not going to do that at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, when you when you tell people about that, it blows their mind when you're like, actually, FDR wanted to tax all income above three hundred thousand dollars at one hundred percent. And they thought he was insane. And he meant to do it. <laughs> and people are like, yeah. what? How could you, know, you do we had, <laughs> we had brackets that were where the top 
bracket was at 90% and we had a fucking booming economy, you know, and everyone talks about the fifties as if it was this great time, but that the reason fifties was such an economically prosperous period for us was because there was the top marginal tax rate was fucking 90%. And and you know who told them to do that was fucking commie herself, Francis Perkins, his labor secretary. All that, all that prosperity we had was because we had like by far the most left wing cabinet, especially Francis Perkins, um, in history, so people always say, like, "Well, name one country where communism has worked." It's like uh, um, America, America, <laughs> America? <laughs> yeah, America, right. where communism worked. Yeah, we're just saying do that minus all the weird race and sex shit that you did back then. <laughs> like, you know, do right. that and let right. everyone right. vote and have equal rights. Like, I don't think it's right. super hard to you know do the two at the same time. Um, but no, so I mean, yeah, we know who Nancy Pelosi is. She's a fucking Republican. She's a Republican who puts on a good facade but uh so anyways but uh so ocasio showed up to the protest and she spoke with them and i actually have a little audio from that but i and i think it's uh pretty awesome that she uh is showing this kind of a leadership before she's even sworn in like this is literally her first day in the building and she's <laughs> already yeah. making she, making more waves than uh about 99 percent of the other congress people uh sitting in that chamber so i want to play the audio from that and we'll uh, chat about it a little hard to hear. So that was so, fucking awesome. She also was very careful not to really criticize Pelosi, uh, but she was sure. like, you know, we're 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 confident Pelosi will kind of go along with this. But just the fact that she came into her office before she's even there, this is the speaker. You know, this is the Democratic majority leader, right? Yeah, it did did feel just like a very low key version of like when the Somali uh, pirates take over the the ship, and he's like, "Look at me, I'm the captain now." <laughs> Like, yeah, I just kind of like felt like a very low key version of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez doing that to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> no, and like, she this was is my super, party now. <laughs> she she really kind of almost masterfully played this because she did that, and then you know Pelosi put out a statement like, "Oh, I want to thank all the young activists, and I want to encourage them to protest and all this stuff." And uh, she said she was reforming, you know, this this climate action committee in the House, which she was planning on doing anyway. Uh, but obviously, that has no teeth to it if they don't pass anything. 
and then Ocasio like thanked her. Like she she really deftly played uh her hand on this one because she basically thanked her and then was like, Great, now so this is what we need to do once we you know, she subtweeted that and was like, Great. So I hope hopefully this uh uh this climate panel will join me in in, in advocating for a green new deal where we get to hundred percent renewable energy, you know, in ten years and do this and that. Like she named three things. So she's not she she found the perfect way to explode centrist brains because she is criticizing the actions of Pelosi without dis, without explicitly criticizing her. She's she's almost forcing her hand because either Pelosi's oh, gonna have to join it, her. Yeah, and, you it's, know, it's like Bernie tweeting it at uh, you know Amazon. It or or now <laughs> he's taking on Walmart and McDonald's. It's like he. It's very low key, but he doesn't have to put much attention on it for everyone to just to be like, "Yeah, fuck him up." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's good. She knows exactly how to play it in a way where it's clear what her intent is, but she's still like playing ball within the party to, you know, uh, uh, keep up appearances, so to speak. But yeah. you know, we kind of we kind of know where she's really at um, yeah. here and how she really talks about stuff. Uh, it, which you know, obviously, it's like, well, why isn't why didn't Bernie condemn the DNC for cheating him? It's like because he he needs they he needs to take control of their entire apparatus, right? And you can't do that from yeah. the outside. You do have to kind of get in there and put up with some of that bullshit, and uh, you know, take photos with people that you're disgusted by because you are coming for their job, basically. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, you know when you don't have to do that after you've supplanted their, them in their seat of power. Like that's that's when you that's when the AOCs of the world won't have to like, you know, play nice with Nancy Pelosi because she's coming for her fucking seat, you know, in spirit at least, you know. I'm not saying oh, she's running for the speaker of the house, oh, but she's fucking I, I think she is. I think she's going to be president someday. I hope she's oh, still no, the person I, I think she is absolutely. now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she she didn't something. hold back again when she was running against Crowley. She wanted to beat that fucker, you know, yeah. and it, she beat him so bad. People were like, he, the poor man never saw it coming. <laughs> like he was so <laughs> ill prepared. I, I almost felt bad for him. Like when it, when it happened, like it was so, it was so over the top the way she just trounced him. I was like, wow, damn. <laughs> well, you know, she was going. And then you think about all the shit he did. Yeah, and then you're like, course. oh yeah. Well, but, exactly, and people said, "Well, he was always a friend of the uh, you know community and everything, all this." And it's like, yeah, he's like, still a huge corporate money poor, uh, honestly. Yeah. And your interests are never going to be with the people when you're owned like that. So, uh, no, I thought she. I mean, I, I remember the one debate they did. It was just like, "Oh my God, stop kicking him! He's dead already." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was the moment I felt bad for him. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy is so fucking just out of his league. Like, I, and and it still people will act like she's like the naive and inexperienced one which of course when this happened centrist twitter lost their fucking minds and were you know well she needs to take a seat she's a backbencher backbencher she should act like it. just all really thinly veiled it like it's so funny because they're the people that constantly play identity politics and claim that the left is sexist and racist and all this shit yet when it comes to defending their fucking white queen they pull out every imaginable form of racism and sexism and you know just the 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 most thinly veiled uh racism and sexism you can imagine because really deep down liberals like that are fucking uh, conservatives who just like to think that they're good people you know right well or they they're so brainwashed into thinking that like the party's been doing well 
under Pelosi that they're like, what's this, you know, what's this kid showing up thinks she has to offer us? Um, well, and, and, it, but also it's like the fucking the sexism. Like people are like, oh, it's so sexist that people are trying to get rid of this claim, this, this, uh, you know, getting rid of Nancy Pelosi effort. It's like everyone I've literally everyone I've heard trying to oust Nancy Pelosi wants to replace her with Barbily. <coughs> Barbily. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No one's talked about Ocasio being the speaker of the house or anything um but yeah they don't know who barbara lee is because barbara lee's not the money person right so she's yeah. not out there front and center has principles uh yeah yeah um but you know it, it's again it's um i don't know if we'll have time to talk about the facebook stuff but like chuck schumer is just as terrible and those are the people that are always front and center they make sure they're mm-hmm. the ones doing all the interviews someone like barbara lee who still does lots of interviews but it's with it's not with you know meet the press it's with democracy now right so she's got a very different following obviously um and you know she's not i don't think chuck schumer or nancy pelosi or barbara lee are especially great you know orators but it's the substance the substance of what barbara lee says that you realize like she has genuine compassion and morality you listen to nancy pelosi and it's like she can talk for 15 minutes and say absolutely nothing not oh, a single she's word. The worst speaker <laughs> in the fucking world. Like, like uh, objectively, a terrible speaker. I, I, I know for, and I'm not a good public speaker. I know for a fact I could give a better speech than her because she's just, she sounds like a fucking raging alcoholic every time she opens her mouth. Like yeah. She never knows what she's talking about. She's scatterbrained. Uh, you know, I, it, it, to, it's to the point where people like Jimmy Dore was like, "I look, I don't want to be an asshole. Like, if she genuinely has like a cognitive." issue then i don't want to be making fun of her but like she can't formulate fucking sentences like no. she's the, the speaker of the house and she can't formulate coherent sentences oh, yeah. oh the other let alone you know uh, the other criticism was someone said well um you know you need somebody experienced because they need to know the house rules it's like <laughs> you fucking take a single semester of parliamentary procedure in high school and you know the fucking house rules don't give yeah. me this shit like you have to do it for years to know what's going on also barbara lee's been there a million fucking years like she's been there yeah. since the iraq war she's the only person that voted against the afghanistan war the aumf yeah. so i you know i did this whole idea like oh yeah she's been sitting there but she has no idea how the fucking rules of give me a fucking like you know oh it's it, just it's all yeah. deflection there was somebody who tweeted um somebody who was a fan of our, our show uh tweeted at somebody who said uh Basically, the person who we're friends with said um, that they should, uh, the Democrats should be forced to offer the job to Barbara Lee. And somebody <laughs> responded and said, I don't know about you, but I think forcing black women into a position they didn't ask for is pretty racist. And I was like, what, did you even read what they fucking said? Like, that's not at all what they said. Like, that's oh just how God. disingenuous this the fucking alt center is. Well, they're bad. They're bad faith. They're bad faith actors like they, they, they argue in bad faith. They know they argue in bad faith, but they can't rectify how, the, the people they're defending and that the, the positions that they're defending so that they have to twist themselves into these pretzels to make themselves seem like they're the good people and we're the racists and sexists and, and, you know, massage all this shit. And it's like that, that literally is the opposite of what is true. You know, it's like, it's just right. fucking insane. Well, it's like they, um, they understand the, the politics just enough to weaponize it and may turn it sure. into identity politics while doing nothing to actually help marginalize people. And that's always been the grift of centrists. Uh, yeah. You know, as, as far as time goes back where we've had these discussions, um, you know, people say like, oh, it was the liberals that brought about the New Deal. It's like, no, no, it wasn't. The liberals were the ones that were so opposed to the New Deal. They wouldn't let FDR... Uh, pick the vice president he wanted because they said he was too far to the left. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he threatened not to run, and they were like, eh, we kind of need you. And he was like, yeah, I kind of still want to be president until the day I die, too. So, <clears throat> so I got stuck yeah, no, they, they, they begrudgingly put up with him. I mean, they, they, they you know, I, I think that the, the liberals actually in Congress helped block his uh, move to put to pack the courts to put more people on the Supreme Court. Like he oh, yeah, undoubtedly, <laughs> undoubtedly, you know. He could have probably done it if he had gotten all the Democratic votes uh, in Congress to do that. But oh yeah, well, it um, was, and it which was by the, the way is what Bernie totally should fucking do if he wins. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Republicans were the ones who were calling uh, Francis Perkins a communist, but I mean, you know that if they're the ones who actually say it, it's the centrist liberals that probably knew it was true and wouldn't you know say it out loud. But they were probably just mm-hmm. as much opposed to her for that as anything. But. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I have some more stuff on uh, AOC, but I want to play another clip here uh, from that Sunrise Movement protest because uh, another uh, freshman congresswoman was there for orientation, Rashida Tlaib, uh, who was one of two, uh, one of the first uh, 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 female Muslim uh, Congress people. Uh, and she's from Ilan um, Omar, a, a district that's uh, I I don't know exactly what district is hers, but it's pretty much like part of Detroit, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And she is very uh, she embodies American. Yeah. Yeah. But she she very much embodies the spirit of Detroit. When I hear her talk uh, as a proud Michigangsta, I um, I love she she's not on TV as much as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is. But when you hear her talk, you're like she's just as fired up and i think i know the clip you're gonna play but uh yeah, yeah you do so uh, see the funny thing is uh, she I, I understand why she's not on tv because she's so distressing to like polite people that 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 can't stand like real human beings but i love that about her and it like she's just she's such a real person like, i'll play the clip and we'll, we'll chat about it but she's such like a real person like that's i think what i love about her the most so here let me play the audio from that um this is why i ran like i want to give all of you a voice but also my dad died of two forms of cancer. And I'm so tired, I'm so tired of the billionaires back home shitting on my neighborhood. Marathon oil refinery is blocks away from where I'm raising my two boys. I'm so tired of them getting tax breaks. And then everybody say, well, it's jobs. Well, I said, jobs can't fix cancer. They can't get our air back. They can't get our water back. They can't do shit. and toxic looks like and i'm tired of it so when the coke brothers who i didn't even fucking know was their pet coke decided to dump petroleum coke on the detroit riverfront they told me the state was like it's not toxic how is it not toxic when it's tar sands from canada the crudest oil i mean the dirtiest oil you could ever imagine piles of it you guys just go i mean just you guys are young google it it was like black dust everywhere it was awful and everybody's like don't worry about it and i literally trespassed i like wrapped my i was i mean i'm muslim so i tried not but i wrapped my like scarf around i was like looking all crazy and then i jumped i jumped onto the um tracks and over these piles and got my samples and i got it independently tested and that's when the state was like oh yeah representative it's not tax if it's contained uh but it doesn't matter because those fucking piles are gone and so so understand yeah we can introduce bills we can introduce legislation but if the movement work is not happening if we're not getting our shit tested ourselves when we're not pushing back against all 
all of the misinformation that they push out there, and you know they do every single day to us. If we're not doing this, then we're not we're not going to win. And so you have to be doing this kind of incredible movement work that I uplift you in this space right now. And I want you all to know that I'm with you 150%. Like, this is exactly what you all need to be doing. And when I'm in there, I'm going to be like, you know, there's hundreds of people in Leader Pelosi's office right now demanding clip cuts off there i'm so fucking proud that we that we as a generation sent her to fucking congress because oh yeah she's she is great. so real like it, it's insane how real she is <laughs> so that marathon oil refinery she mentioned is uh in the city limits of detroit and it's right in the middle of a neighborhood that is dying i think the cancer <clears throat> rates there are off the charts the few people that are left in that area it's also right near zug island which is a giant uh, lead smelting thing apparently and there's just piles of pet coke like this like form of coal that they it's just it's fucking terrible um it's considered to be this little part of the city is the most polluted zip code in the entire united states um and and this refinery catches on fire all the time it's just spewing out fucking toxic gas and just every once in a while catches on fire and the the trucks that leave there will roll over all the time on the freeway and catch on fire too so it's really really awful yeah, um, but she's incredibly inspiring. So, I mean, she's one of, uh, there, there's so many, you know, uh, a lot of people are, are, are quick to shit on the kind of whole Justice Democrats. And, you know, obviously the organization itself, I have, I have my questions about, but this whole this whole idea of like, oh, well, you know, they're not, they're not winning. They've only gotten rid of two primary, two corporate Democrat incumbents. But, I mean, look at the people we're sending to Congress. Like, the, the, there is nobody fucking like, Rashida Tlaib or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Ilhan Omar in Congress before no, uh, before no, we sent them there. Is, you know, it, this is huge. Uh, and it's, you know, if it was, if they were just one by themselves, would mm-hmm. they be, you know, the fact that they have each other makes me feel more hum- confident and hopeful that they're going to stay true to who they are. Right. Like yeah, they're not going to, we're going to add to that yeah. stable. If you if you get elected without corporate money, you're not just going to start taking it while you're there, right? Like everyone <laughs> would everyone would know that they would know that you started taking corporate money. It's not like you can't just hide that, right? Um, so yeah, if that becomes the new bar for what is, you know, ethically going to get you elected or not, then that you know the the two prong approach looks like the prong going into the fucking heart of the democratic beast is the uh, the winning tactic right now. And, you know, the funny thing is, like, they're really the first crop of uh, electeds in, in D.C. to get elected on running on that no corporate money uh, pledge. Because Bernie has been in office for, uh, you know, conservatively 70 bajillion years, and he's <laughs> never taken corporate money. But that's not why he got into office necessarily. I mean, you right. know, obviously everything about him. But this is the first group that's actually gotten in there as young Congress people who didn't take corporate money. So I'm sure that the second AOC gets in there and gets in there with the party in these closed door meetings, which she's already had some, they're like, okay, well, obviously you're going to do this because, you know, we got to make sure that we take care of, uh, you know, standard oil, or we got to make sure we take care of uh, BP. Cause we, you know, and she's like, no, why, why would I do that? Like, I, I, I really am genuinely hopeful that, they're gonna have. They're not gonna be able to make heads or tails of of these justice Democrats or these you know these leftist yeah. R Rev candidates because 
they've never actually had experience with people who don't feel remotely beholden to you know earning these these contributions for their next election cycle well it's you know having worked on campaigns for people who were running as activists nothing terrifies these people more than somebody who they know is uh uh, unshakable in their beliefs Mm -hmm. and uh can't be bought off and doesn't play by the rules right and doesn't you know, really follow respectability politics so much and are willing to join a protest after they're already in office. Like they're not worried about yeah. that looking bad to anyone else higher up in power, you know, and like that ter- that terrifies them because they don't know what's going to yeah. happen. They're like, this person's the, 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 the bubble that I thought I had has been burst by people who are now in my party. So I can't ice them in public the way they can ice me in public. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, without creating yeah. more of a martyr effect. So, uh yeah i'm just it's this is what it feels like you know this is what it looks like when you have real people get into high office it's it's like suddenly they're they're wearing a little bit nicer clothes but like that's just you know sort of like you're you're going to a higher office you wear a nicer outfit whatever i don't give a shit yeah but she's still doing the things and saying the things that she was doing uh years ago as a grassroots field organizer right so, uh, yeah, I, like we knew that we were get, they were getting elected, but now they're actually there and it's like, it's really happening. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's hard not to freak out a little bit about it in that in like a good way. Um, but it's funny you mention uh, nicer clothes because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, you know, I, while she was traipsing through the halls of Congress, uh, some fucking weirdo creep uh, named Eddie Scary or Scary or something. Uh, tweeted out uh, this photo of her from behind as she was like walking uh, in a pretty conservative uh, uh, business female business attire. I don't even know what you call it. It's like a suit yeah, jacket just, yeah, and like a, a long a, formal long skirt. skirt and a blazer. Black. Like, it was very nondescript. Like not not something that didn't look out of place in just very like vice principal esque. You know, yeah, yeah. really simple. Um, it still fit with her her look. You know, it wasn't like she was doing the the rings of of uh, Hillary Clinton barber boxer pearls or anything like that. But uh, still, it's like nothing that you would think is out of place. With somebody who's a Shug Knight pantsuits. Oh, God. Yeah, it was creepy that somebody was following her, taking pictures without her yeah. knowing it from behind. Um, she's not out, she's not doing a press release. You know, she's not speaking publicly. Someone was just following her, and she's by herself, too. It's like just, yeah. So this. So this guy tweeted out uh, this photo, and he said, Hill staffer sent me this pic of Ocasio Cortez they took just now. I'll tell you something that jacket and coat. Don't look like a girl who struggles, um, which is just absurd. And of course, he got ratioed into oblivion oh, for was, that tweet. Even it was glor- even like the other right wing dirtbags like Cernovich were like, "Dude, yeah, Mike Cernovich this. was like, delete this." <laughs> I, I literally he don't think I've ever him. seen. He probably actually pitied he him. He's like, "You don't know what's coming." <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever seen such an amazing. I I don't think I've ever seen such a big ratio. He had about like a, a couple hundred likes, and I saw it before he deleted it about ten thousand replies. Oh it no, was no, just it was I an the avalanche. Last I, the last screenshot I saw was twenty one thousand replies. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, I think he um, knew something was up, and then he tried to play it off like it was an empowering statement. He's like, "I was just trying to say she was <laughs> elegant, <laughs> like she didn't look like someone who had struggled." It's like, no, that's not what you say. If that's what you meant, you would have said, you know, like 
she looks great. You know, she's, she's just making she's, it worse. She's here. overcome take, take what what lumps. adversity she had. You know, she's here despite her struggles. Like he would have said that. Not at all what he said. He knows exactly what he said. And yeah. I love that he's just getting fucking oblivious. And then people dug up his older tweets and it was like he was making jokes about molesting children. Uh, yeah, and he had like, he just took pictures of like women's feet in cafe. Like he's just a fucking weirdo creep. Yeah, just incel, fucking scumbag. You know, typical yeah. right wing douchebag. But she responded, uh, you know, in, in, in the only way that she could, and, you know, in a classy way. She was like, uh, if I walked into Congress wearing a sack, they would laugh and take a picture of my backside. If I walk in with my best sale rack clothes, they laugh and take a picture of my backside. Dark hates light. That's why you tune it out. Uh, shine bright and keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, well, she's great, which obviously. Was, but, uh, it, and then just the coverage of it was even more cringeworthy because they're like, oh, looks like Alexandria Casio cortez didn't get the reception she expected. <laughs> it's like, are all of you people fucking scumbags? Are, are none yeah. of you like have any decent bone <laughs> in your body? Um, but it was really funny because you know all of this is because she's got them shook, like they're fucking terrified. She was in Congress for one fucking day. She's not even sworn in yet, and they're all like panicking, running around with their hair on fire. So this is th- somebody compiled a, 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 a compilation of all the times that they mentioned her on Fox, oh, yeah. just on that day. That 24-hour period where she, you know, where, where she went to the Pelosi protest, and so this this is hilarious because this is um, just one day. This is one day's worth of coverage. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. 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 Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez. Alexandria. Right. Ocasio Cortez. Alexandria 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 Ocasio Cortez. 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 Alexandria 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 Cortez. Ocasio. I mean. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. There's the pronunciation I want. <laughs> Bring him such a, a cat. Uh, yeah. it, it's hard not to think of Walter. They're not mad at all, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to think of Walter White in Breaking Bad saying, uh, "Say my name." Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pointed You're out. Goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody pointed out. Like, has anyone ever become such a national figure in such a short period of time? Where like. Everyone remotely <laughs> news savvy is like well there, terrified. There of this was person. the guy. Remember the the Coney twenty twelve guy who got really famous. Yeah, and then a week later got arrested for public masturbation and breaking car windows. <laughs> yeah. I think his arc was a little bit faster, but did not last nearly as long. So yeah, uh, no, I, it's for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, if that had happened now, damn. he would have his own TV show, or he'd be president. Though that's that's the weird thing. Um, yeah. Not to give many ideas. They did that back in the day center. too. Think about all the fucking the the, the Cretans that profited off of the OJ. Uh, their ten minutes of fame and the you know the OJ trial. Oh, <laughs> fucking Cato Kalin was on about six million shows. After do you that. see the uh, the video of one of the Kardashian uh, dumbasses try to pick up a lamb from a um, 
or no, it was a baby like a pen. goat from a mother goat and tried walking away mm-hmm. from the goat with it. And when the goat tried to follow, because it's like, hey, you got my fucking kid, she kicks at it. And then it just fucking headbutts her and knocks her down completely. <laughs> I don't even I know which Kardashian it was. I was just How like... fucking stupid can she be? It's like, like, oh, what? this is my what? baby what? goat this now. It's like, no, you fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was great. Yeah. Um, um, speaking but of anyway, But yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um no so I, you know i again it's just hilarious because they're fucking terrified and they have no idea how to combat her because she's so uh adept at adept at playing them because she didn't grow up you know just at, i i think there's something to be said for the fact that she grew up you know like us in in a generation that grew up with the internet and with access to all this information and with access to uh, alternate forms of media and 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 things like that, where she doesn't feel the need to 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 fall in line with with what is expected of people that go to Congress. Like you know, right. well, she's still very intelligent and respectful, and when she wants to bring out the fire, it really stings because you know that she's not doing it lightly when that asshole deleted his tweet she she had a screenshot of course i mean everyone has a screenshot (laughs) and she tweeted out and he's like oh you think you can delete your misogyny without an apology and i was like oh it fucking rhymes too god damn it she's good (laughs) um bars on him yeah you know street smart and media savvy and are extremely very media staff extremely intelligent and um very easy on the eyes so uh she's the perfect combination to 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 fuck their shit up basically (laughs) yeah i mean i just i just pray i pray that she's always on the right side of things because like god you just don't want to see that kind of person turn into oh my god that would be the ultimate betrayal if she just became a pelosi or a shoot like you know you know she wouldn't i don't think she would like bernie did it that's Bernie, you know, he kept running on on a on a left wing agenda, and failed for ten years, right? And he finally mm-hmm. figured out how to make it work within the you know sort of the independent slash democratic party that he went through, and he never lost who he was. He always has hold, held on to. The, if anything, he's gotten more left on certain things or become more vocal about things he wasn't as vocal about before. Sure. So if she's already got the platform she's got now, what would ever make her sell out? She doesn't want the no, money exactly, and he and know. he and he made that possible for people like her by by paving that path, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They, you know, people said, "Well, you got to get into power, and then you can change the system." Well, if you sell your soul to do it, you're not going to change shit because you want to stay there. <laughs> yeah, of course. So. so now he's shown that there's a path that you can do it and not sell out, and you can still be incredibly popular. So I, I don't know. I don't see her changing. Um, there certainly will be people trying to. People saying, oh, well, we'll go to West Bank and Israel, and we'll, we'll let you know the whole both sides thing. So I, I'm sure that she will see through a lot of the bullshit people try to put in front of her. Um, but this last week watching how she's operated has been uh, a symphony of hope. Yeah. And, you know, she's still young and impressionable, and she still has this – her instincts are this good at this young age can you imagine when she's like a grizzled experienced congresswoman like how much more fucking like you know in people's faces she could be like if she if she you know stays on that path like i i, I think that that'll be something you know i mean quite a sight to see yeah i i just you, you saw that that little uh duo interview 
It was the first time we saw her and Bernie interviewed together and how red his mm-hmm. face was. He was just like the proud <laughs> grandpa. He couldn't stop grinning yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. time. Like, oh, so great. He knows. He knows that he had a big hand in a lot of young people running. Um, and again, I think also the Women's March did, did a lot more than we initially thought they would do as far as just being a rallying point for uh, young women that wanted to run and run yeah. on a progressive platform, a real progressive platform, not Hillary Clinton's version of progressivism. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I can't associate with the women's March anymore until they all disavow Louis, uh, Louis Farrakhan uh, because, because apparently they're going to say Louis CK. Bunch of fucking wh- <laughs> yeah, right. like, I think already no, did. a bunch of fucking um, white liberal feminist. You, do you see that shit where Deborah Messing and Alyssa Milano were like, well, I'm not going to associate with the women's March because, uh, Linda Sarsour uh, hasn't denounced Louis Farrakhan, and like, what? Uh, yeah, it, it's. Why don't you denounce all the right wing shitbags that you fucking carry water <laughs> for? Like, how about that? Like, I mean, Farrakhan is break. is awful. The stuff he says. No, he's awful. Truly, of course, truly anti semitic. But like, when has he been relevant? He's also a right. He's also a right winger. This whole idea that he's like a far leftist is absurd. Right. Like, he's a very regressive right winger. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking nonsense. I mean, I've been to a lot of a lot of weddings of, on one side of my family where they were all super fucking right wing, and I knew that I could never have a political conversation, but I was there because it's, you know, it's a religious ceremony, right? Sure. That's, I mean, you're Muslim. Yeah, none of them are like, hey, I love this. I love his <laughs> fucking politics. Like, no, I've never heard one of these no, people say not, that. Not, like, not once, not once, but. They do the same shit with Ellison. It's a fucking smear. They know, they know that, that, that Louis, Fa- Louis Farrakhan, I keep calling him Louis, Louis Farrakhan is a, a significant figure in, in the nation of Islam. And occasionally he's going to rub elbows with prominent Muslims uh, that are in political power. Just because they don't punch him in the face when they see him doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they fucking agree with his politics. It's just what fucking happens. Hillary Clinton is best fucking friends with Henry Kissinger, yet nobody asked her to disavow that fucking motherfucker. No, no. I mean, wh- you know, it, it's just it, absurd. If we're, if we're to believe Stormy Daniels, um, Hillary and, and Trump were trading personal phone calls during the campaign. So, yeah, right. Uh, let's let's talk about that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, there's um, there's a huge discrepancy in in uh, associations between people who actually support each other and people who actually just happen to be in the same room. Uh, you know, oh, Putin was in the same room table as Jill Stein. Oh God, <laughs> that whole shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we were talking about AOC, who I would argue is the best that the Democratic Party has to offer. So I guess we should just make a hard transition into the absolute worst that the Democratic uh, Democratic Party has to offer. Uh, and that is the prominent two prominent New York Democrats, uh, Andrew uh, Ratfuck Cuomo, as you like to call <laughs> him. It's just and, such a New uh, York kind of insult that no one else would he, say. He's a rat fuck. No, he absolutely right, is. But, the, but just the like definition of rat fuck. <laughs> Because in New York, you I guess well in any big city near water, you have a lot of more rats than you would in say Phoenix. But uh, just that like that colloquialism, like calling someone like a like a pig fuck. Oh, or it's a such rat a it's fuck. such it's like, like a, a, a like an coast. Italian New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, uh, I, I've I've heard the I've heard rat fuck conservative conservatively a thousand times in my life, and I'm willing to. <laughs> and bet that was that just nobody... about Andrew Cuomo too. Not even about yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet that nobody outside of the tri-state area uses that in common conversation you know outside of like yeah. a, a new yorker well, caricature i i grew up watching enough scorsese films i like the insults always mm-hmm. stood out to me as one of the things i was like damn why doesn't everyone else talk like that good? i love the way people talk in scorsese movies yeah no i love it um yeah so and andrew cuomo and bill de blasio so this whole amazon fucking debacle um 
you know, they were they they were basically Amazon loves to be the bell of the ball and act like they're the fucking IOC, you know, the Olympic Committee. Like, oh, well, which city's going to host our next HQ, HQ two, oh, yeah. and. And they had all these fucking cities fawning over them and giving them these fucking perks to bring this monstrosity of a company to their city. It's fucking bribes. It's flat out bribery. And all these cities had to sign non-disclosure agreements. So the, all the bribes are going to be hidden from the public, mm-hmm. right? So we don't even know all how the many perks that they're they getting. Did. And even the things that we know that they did are fucking horrendous. I mean, the, 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 they're bribing this company to come to their city uh you know gentrify the area uh, skyrocket uh costs of living to the point where you know people in seattle can't fucking afford to live there because of what amazon did to it uh get rid of a bunch of uh public housing and kick out a bunch of uh at department of education workers in new york for example and all in service of 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 what so andrew cuomo can get some fucking you know under the table money from them so he can say oh well i brought amazon to New York State because I am a powerful governor and I know what I'm doing and it, it, it's just like it's fucking disgusting. So we're giving them we and I say we because I'm a New York taxpayer. Three, I, I believe the most recent estimate was three fucking billion dollars to bring their shitty company here and ruin uh, Queens or the Bronx. And you know the neoliberals in New York State fucking love it. Bill De Blasio is is ecstatic. I mean these people are not. Our fucking friends. Oh, yeah. they're, they're... He said uh, the one of the biggest, uh, richest company in the world, right next to the largest public housing project in New York. The synergy will be amazing. This, this is fucking. <laughs> this is sorry to bother you. Yeah, this, this is, is exactly... not even a parody anymore. This no. is. They're gonna literally have people like fucking working and living in the same fucking factory well, in little fucking cots. Sure, like... but it's not gonna be the people that already live there. When they talk about twenty five thousand new jobs, it's not gonna be for existing residents in Queens. No, of course. It'll be for ninety nine percent will be white male techie bros. That's who people like mm-hmm. Uber hire. That's who people like Amazon hire for their headquarters. It, they want programmers and advertisers. It's not about bringing jobs to a community. It's about pushing those people who live there out through speculation, through gentrification. Uh, it, it's disgusting, and you have people who know what it really is say, "Oh, but it's it's the um, you know the uh, the creative uh, industry or the uh, it's the um, you know they just come up with all these ridiculous words for it. Uh, it's." Uh, what I forget one of them, uh, just yeah, like synergy. All these stupid words that don't mean anything other than just to make it sound like it's a fun, exciting proposal. Yeah. And it's all these, it's all these fucking urbanists, all these neoliberal urbanists who want to paint this stuff as an opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's like for who? For for two people, the governor and the fucking mayor. That's it. It's the people who are already rich who are going to have an opportunity here. It's going to make them money, and it's going to net them more power and influence. And Andrew Cuomo thinks, because he's a fucking moron who lives in a bubble, that when he runs for president, he's going to be like, "Well, I brought, I, I know, I'm a, I'm an excellent businessman, and I brought uh, the the world's richest company to my home state when I was the governor because I know how to make deal." Like that, this is what he really thinks is like what the American people fucking want in a president. Like I, I guarantee you that that factored into his dumb fuck calculation uh, when he when he you know made this deal. And it's just like, dude, you're you're fucking. Uh, this is, this is the maybe the most blatantly obvious, uh, you know, out in the open corruption I've seen in terms of one of these corporate sweetheart deals. And it's like, 
Well, it, uh, it wasn't just you know, they wanted money from the city they had agreed to. They wanted bribes from every city. They wanted the free publicity in every city. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted, you know, and, and on top of that, just all the data they got to access for free. All the cities that just handed over all of their, you know, smart city data on uh, demographics mm-hmm. in different locations, they got all of that for free. Right, no other institution would get their hands on that without no, having to what pay the fuck for it. They're going to do with that. Yeah, I mean, if we if people understood how valuable their data, their personal information of, mm-hmm. about where they shop and where they just all of their metadata was to companies like Amazon and Walmart and everybody, uh, if they knew how valuable it was, you would never ever uh, click. You know, the whole they're like, oh well, uh, let us uh, you know anonymously know your your location data. Uh, and we'll never use it for evil. Like that is that is, they should be paying you a hundred dollars a week for that shit because that's how much money they're making from it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, this is just so. Uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos is is just like a, a fucking uh, like a cartoon comic book villain. He's so fucking evil. He's like Lex I have Luther. no idea. He's just fucking. He really <laughs> fucking. No like idea. it's so obvious. Like why aren't we fucking jailing this motherfucker? Like we he's he's running away with the fucking you know like I, I like I, I genuinely don't know how to stop him. He's going to be more powerful than the president in 10 years. I, I genuinely believe that he's going to have more power than the president of the United States in 10 years. Maybe he'll be the president of the United States in the next 10 years. Who fucking knows? Maybe we don't need a president anymore. Maybe Trump has proven we Maybe really Jeff do be- not need a president. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, it, it's so fucking, he's so fucking evil. Like what, what the fuck is his, what is his purpose in life? He has so much fucking money. What, like, what is his, what, what fucking drives him? Like he just loves accumulating power. Sorry, like it's he, an empire. He, he, it's like breaking bad. You know, you have more money than you can even hide. He's, he's Walter White. Yeah. And like, exactly. Fucking... Another, another bald evil guy. And then he, you know, <laughs> when, when in breaking bad, when Jesse makes his last appeal to Walter's morality, uh, as it dwindles, he, he said, I, you know, you've got, you, you want to make $700,000. Now you've got millions and millions and millions. What are you in the money game or not? He's like, no, I was never in the money game. I was in the empire game. That's all it is. There's never enough. The, the goal is to control it, everything. It, it's a fucking sickness. Like, how how is a person... How, like, I, is a person born that... Like, how the fuck do you get to that point where you're just like, I don't care how many fucking lives I crush under my boot <clears throat> and how many people I bankrupt and how many... It's, just, it's literally, how many lives it's, I ruin. It's the it's social network unreal. where, you know, the girl wouldn't fuck him because he was a sociopath and he's like, well, I'm going to make a website to shame all women and now that that's successful, I'm going to make a bigger thing and a bigger thing and a bigger thing until now you have, you know, Zuckerberg who... Uh, they're wiping out uh, left-wing news organizations and websites for what they call fake news or misleading news while they're literally hiring right-wing PR firms to make up uh, fake news about uh, people who criticize uh, Facebook as being funded by George Soros. You know, like the the, yeah. the most fake they're, news person people connect to <laughs> is more than any... It, they're literally... So they're making fake yeah, news. Yeah, they're literally... Facebook literally because they they had a horrible uh, PR year because they're fucking incompetent and they constantly get their data breached uh, to combat people who were criticizing them. They fucking hired this right wing firm to essentially tie a bunch of the people criticizing them uh, in with like anti-Semitic. They they basically tried to smear them as anti-Semites, which we've, of course, seen over and over again. Anytime you criticize anyone who happens to be Jewish or anyone who happens to support the right-wing government of Israel, 
as a way to just a catch-all to fucking end an argument and to take away focus from the substantive criticisms of the, of of whatever you know you're criticizing it's just fucking so gross and insidious like just what, what i i really i i i can't wrap my head around what drives these fucking people because it, it's just so fucking insanely insidious they think they can't like, fuck up and they're surrounded by so many yes men that they never see the consequences of it um there was you know that there was that there's that great photo of zuckerberg where he's testifying to congress and he just looks like a lizard salamander like he's not human <laughs> um somebody yeah, tweeted man, out he... that photo uh where his eyes are like half glazed over and they they said like why does zuckerberg always look like the person from the zombie movie that's been bitten but's trying to hide it from everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so true this just that like oh well i'm no, i'm fine that that yeah, like that no, face everything's wrong has on, like, <laughs> everything's just not not dying not what, dying what, what was that you said everything's wrong excuse, excuse me <laughs> nothing nothing no nothing, no no nothing. I, I meant nothing nothing was wrong um, anti semite anti semite <laughs> god damn just ugh, fucking evil motherfuckers so yeah this, this this deal's horrendous but of course you know all the all the people that we expect to be are uh on the right side of this uh aoc came out very strongly against it uh and talked about what it what an insanely corrupt deal it was because this is her district they're, they're talking about putting this in astoria so I, th- I read it was in long island city which i guess is a neighborhood or a smaller city within queens i what's gonna be all over the fucking yeah yeah i i read that it was just outside of her district so it's still it's still her neighborhood essentially Um, it'll certainly affect the the housing costs uh, undoubtedly yeah apparently she's been tweeting out a lot of the state legislators who are writing legislation to try to stop this um Mm -hmm. and they are all you know i'm sure emboldened but to have her kind of on their side too uh, but there, you know, the first thing she tweeted out was, you know, if, if we've got, I think at the time the figure was 1.7 billion and, and now it's come out that it's actually 3 billion. So her tweet said mm-hmm. 1.7 billion. She's like, well, if we've got 1.7 billion to, for welfare to Amazon, then that means we had 1.7 billion to absolve student debt. So where was that money then? Yeah. I mean, what, what was the cost that people said could end homelessness in America for like a year? I don't think it was much more than that. I think it was eight billion. Yeah, would house every homeless <laughs> person for one year. And 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 by the way, that three billion number is probably a a gross under any number that you know as like as the American public is probably like a third of what they're actually fucking paying them to. Oh you know? yeah, 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 Bet- yeah. Between incentives when, and all this other when, shit. When uh, Little Caesars wanted half a billion uh, from the city of Detroit to build a hockey arena. Uh, with public money that would then be owned by billionaires who own Little Caesars, they first said, well, we're, we're only asking for, uh, I think that originally it was $250 million, right? And then it just kept going up and going up and going up. And the number of local jobs they promised kept going down and going down and going down. Now, all of that happened after it was proved, right? It was just, oh, well, this, yeah. this, this, we didn't factor in this cost and this cost and this cost. And now, it, now it's up to half a billion. Uh, meanwhile, yep. Detroit, is, Detroit shuttered a third of its fire departments in 2012. Meanwhile, they've had, uh, I think, in the last four, uh, three or four years, over 10,000 calls for fires in the city of Detroit. Like, not just grandma had a heart attack. These are actual arson calls, right? 10,000 in three mm-hmm. years. Uh, the the, the uh, kids can't drink the water in Detroit schools because the pipes are lead just like Flint. Uh, so we, we <laughs> they just came out of bankruptcy. So this is the thing that happens in all cities where mega projects for billionaires 
subsidizing billionaires with with welfare from taxpayers uh, is a foregone conclusion. And when you want to have more books in the library, they go, mm, sorry, there's no more money. We don't have any. Ah, you people are so impractical. We need to save that money for people who actually need it. What the fuck is wrong with you people? People who need it, who already have billions. They can't spend their own yeah. billions, otherwise it, they wouldn't have just, billions it's, anymore. It's, 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 it's obscene. Obviously, you're not a math student. No, it, it's unbelievably obscene, but that's, that's as a society, what we've decided to prioritize because that's who runs our fucking society is, you know, the rich fucks that get these people elected. So that's the, But that's why I am... Somewhat hopeful that people like Alexandria and Rashida and people like that are getting elected. But I, the question is, is it too little too late? Is it, you know, going to amount to positive, you know, significant positive change? Maybe. But, uh, you know, we, we got to really fucking focus on the next couple of election cycles and in, into trying to exponentially add to the number of people like them in Congress, because if we don't. Well, uh, exactly. I agree. You know, a lot of these people didn't have a champion to kind of build them up, right? And mm -hmm, it was yeah. all about, I'm running and I'm trying to win. And when you have someone like Bernie or somebody like Alexandria, who are all about building up everybody, you know, uh, telling them they have self-worth and that they're loved, uh, that just because they're poor doesn't mean that their ideas don't matter, that just because they don't have as much education that they couldn't run for office, telling people that they deserve to run, that we need them to run, has a huge impact. That is, it can't put a, a you can't even quantify how important that stuff is. And you don't see Nancy Pelosi doing shit like that. You don't see Hillary <laughs> Clinton doing shit like that. No, it's all about them, themselves. I and my story and me and when I was, and I'm winning, I'm winning. You know, it, it, why don't you go run for something? <laughs> yeah, like okay, you're gonna eat those fucking words. That's that's the that's the extent, right? Yeah, I'm like okay, yeah, sure, I so, will go run for something and fucking beat you. When, like when somebody's doing that well, and they're still constantly planting seeds for other people to come up behind them and still, you know, be progressive champions too, real democratic socialist socialist people running on a real, you know, when she's just just calling it Green New Deal. She's not afraid to talk about the New Deal, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like nobody's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So in in just the first week, how many times have you heard the phrase Green New Deal in the news? I've literally never heard it on on mainstream television until this week. And I we've been saying that for years since Bernie ran and before that we need a Green New Deal. And I've literally never heard people on cable news say it until this week when she did this in Pelosi's office. And now that's all I, I'm seeing on CNN and Fox it's, News and all these stations. They did everything. They, they never heard of this. Yeah. Oh, they did everything they could to ignore Bernie. Or they pretended right? that they didn't. Yeah. When, when they were mm -hmm. constantly, they, they could not get enough of Trump, but they kept ignoring Bernie. Well, now they can't ignore Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right? They can't. I, mm -hmm. I'm starting to see her on yeah. like MSN.com uh, homepage daily now, where there's always a new yeah. AOC article. So uh, that, I you know. If she's captured something there, I don't see that going away either. So, yeah, no, for for sure, and 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 that's where their celebrity obsession and their and their cultural zeitgeist obsession is going to backfire on them because now they're actually obsessing over somebody who actually wants to see positive policies enacted. So they're, they're giving her all this press, and they can't stop this machine that they started. And she's going to use it for good, unlike the people like Trump <laughs> who use it for massive evil. So you know, yeah. 
that's that that it, she's she's using their own system against them. She's kind of a Trojan horse in that way. Um, God damn! But, but <laughs> it awesome. is fucking exciting to think about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know really the last is. couple of shows we've done nothing but downer stuff, and it feels good to have something uh, uh, happy to talk. I, about. I could end it now, but I but I, I I'm tempted to bring us down with our one last kind of combo story. <laughs> well, so we're gonna talk about Khashoggi and uh, that whole thing. Yeah, let's let's just talk about that briefly. So uh, today, the CIA, you know, came out and confirmed uh, after their investigation that. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman himself ordered the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, big fucking shocker to everybody involved, well, obviously. If that's if you believe the CIA, which I rarely do, but you know everyone else had been saying that for a long time, so I think it's pretty much yeah. a, a done deal. The, 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 this is like this would be like if the CIA came out and was like, "Hey, we've determined after a long investigation that uh, O.J. Simpson probably murdered Nicole Brown <laughs> yeah, and uh, like, Ron Goldman." We actually do some <laughs> yeah, intelligence gee, sometimes. Like, Come on, people, we're not. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we um, don't only do counterinsurgency. So, but of course trump is is still trying to deny it because you know he, he, he just it's just the way he operates i mean he you know he's got corrupt business dealings with saudi arabia and he's gonna fucking do the thing that washington has always gotten away with which is put their head in the sand now usually in the past when washington gets uh shame this badly they'll usually concede but uh that's that's something that's unique about him is that he has no shame so he will kind of plow ahead through this but um, I, the other reason I wanted to bring this up is because there was an interesting bit of news um, this week uh, regarding MBS. Uh, and uh, apparently, there was a report that uh, Bin Salman tried to get Netanyahu to bomb Gaza as this Khashoggi thing was was happening to distract from the Khashoggi thing. How hard is that to which do? Is, I mean, it's like, hey, yeah, Netanyahu, really. like, hey, can you do me a huge favor and bomb Gaza? And he's like, why didn't you call me like, five hey, minutes ago? Can you, can you brush your teeth, please? Like, that's that's like yeah. the equivalent of hey, what? Hey, Netanyahu, like, could it, you uh, just do that comb over thing you do every day and bomb Gaza? All right, you can? All right, sweet. We got you. <laughs> hey, can you bomb Gaza? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You already are? Okay, never mind. Thanks. You know, <laughs> like like that. I'm, I, there's a 50% chance that when he called him, he was already planning a, a, bo- a bombing run on Gaza. Please tell or me you want to finish bomb one. Gaza. How did you know? That's uh, all I think about. Yeah, so that's fucking disgusting. But if that doesn't tell you all you need to know about uh, two groups that you know, uh, it, it's just so funny because because Netanyahu will 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 play the victim card and act like he's beseeched on all sides from these crazy uh, Islamic radicals. Meanwhile, he's literally buddy buddy with the most radical Islamic government in the fucking world. Um, because they yeah. have the same yeah. end goals, I, I guess some weird nebulous end goal that I can't fucking fathom. Yeah, well, um, you, I think you you retweeted a tweet that I retweeted today, and it was the headline saying that hmm. the uh, the crown prince is going to execute five of these guys who uh, did the the mutilation, and and uh, <laughs> and it was like somebody tw- then they they tweeted that headline alongside a picture a screen cap from Dark Knight where it's like the clown killing the clown killing the clown. From the from the original bank heist scene, you know, and it's like pretty yeah. much, and it like hey, only a couple of people had retweeted that. I was like, if they thought of that themselves, that was pretty fucking good. One of uh, the Onion had a really good uh, headline too. Where it was like uh, hired assassin hopes his check clears before he's off or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's um, ugh, you know, it, it, it's just so it's so gross, it's so blatant. Like they just don't even care about hiding no. it anywhere. There's like, yeah, well, you caught us, but. You know, what are you going to well, do? I mean, like, the, what are you going to do? The Netanyahu Saudi Arabia thing, it reminds me of like when uh, Fritz Lang, 
was courted by uh, Goebbels and Hitler to come make movies for the for the Third Reich. He was like, but you know, I'm Jewish, right? And they were like, we don't care if you're Jewish. We decide who is and isn't Jewish. And Fritz Lang was terrified by that and realized the implications and fled the country like that same day or shortly thereafter. It's like, we don't really care if you're, you know, Arab, as long as you drop the bombs on the people we want you to drop the bombs on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course. They're not principled. They just want to fucking, you know, maintain power and, and, you know, enact their kind of imperialist bullshit on the rest of the world. Um, not, not unlike us. <laughs> you see why we're their uh, biggest allies. Um, but, I, you know, and then uh, a couple days ago, uh, Israel did commence to bombing Gaza again, um, which they said was in retaliation for, you know, some missile launches from Gaza. But that There's was no in missiles retaliation. In, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, a bomb rocket, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. Really. Uh, yeah. I, I somehow doubt that they launched 400 missiles, but didn't manage to actually kill anybody. But again, you know, that's over and over again. That's the fucking excuse when yeah. we never actually see any fatal. What I'm not I'm not saying I want them to. But this whole idea of like, oh, they're bombarding us with missiles. Really? That's uh, so they must be the worst fucking shots in the world. Are they the? Are they a bunch of fucking Imperial stormtroopers like that? They can't hit a single fucking person launching 400 projectile fucking missiles. Like, give me a well, the thing break. is, like, like it's just you, nonsense. if you go on Google Maps and you zoom in on Gaza, it you can see the wall and everything inside it is super dense with, you know, with the people's homes. Right. And yeah, where are they and, hiding these stockpiles of missiles? Well, the like, thing is, you can, the Gaza Strip is so small. You can fit all of the Gaza Strip on your computer monitor, 15 inch computer monitor and see the individual houses in gaza that's the whole thing yeah it's like 20 miles by like three miles at its most narrow point right and all of gaza like yeah it's basically manhattan and all of gaza is surrounded by uninhabited farm fields there's a couple of houses in israel that you can see within a within a few miles of gaza so there's no targets for anyone for hamas or anyone to even hit it's all open farm fields surrounding the the gaza strip that's why it looks that's why you can see it is because the land the topography is so different it's like looking at the you know it's it's night and day between manhattan and the hudson river around it that's how different it looks around gaza yeah and when you look at it like that, you really understand why people say it's like a concentration camp because they are just in a walled-in prison yeah. city, and they can't, they, they can't, they can't leave. get any kind of aid. They can't, they can't get food in out of there. Um, you know, once every four years, Egypt will open up their border for a couple hours to to let in the, enough supplies so that people don't starve to death. But uh, yeah, the, this idea that Hamas is bombarding um, inhabited areas of Israel with rockets is completely untrue. And all you got to do is go to Google Maps and look at it to know it's a lie. Yeah. And so during and by the way, of course, all the mainstream press reported it as a as in like Israel bombs them in response to missile launches. But what they don't tell you is that Israel broke the ceasefire first by carrying out a mission uh, inside of Gaza that killed six Palestinians. And of course, nobody fucking mentions that. And that's why. Uh, you know, there was retaliation from 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 Gaza. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you know, hey, because they knew that that would happen. They knew if they carried out something in a military operation inside of Gaza, totally unprovoked against their ceasefire, um, that Gaza would re- retaliate in some way. And then they would have justification to say, oh, yeah. well, what can we do? We got to bomb a bunch of Hamas targets like a uh, news agency that they fucking blew up the headquarters of, which is a war crime, by the way. Um, but you know, fucking crickets in, in the, in the U S press from that. It's just, it's just unreal. The shit that they get away with. 
Yeah. I'm fucking well, right. and again, it's anytime you try and talk out about it or speak out about it, you're at risk of being accused of being an anti-Semite. You can see what the British press is trying to do to uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Anytime he talks about Palestinian human rights, he, they call him, a, you know, in the news, it'll say uh, the Labor Party's anti-Semitic problem. It's like they don't have one other than being falsely accused of that. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's. It's good that there's social media and people can actually see it for themselves now. Because I remember 10 years ago, nobody knew. And it was never on the news. Glenn Greenwald was one of the few people that would go on mainstream news and really talk about what was going on there. And that scared the shit out of people. Uh, when Glenn, yeah. he, when, uh, you remember when um, it was a former AG of New York who got busted for uh, some sex scandal? Uh, oh, uh, Spitzer. Yeah, Spitzer. And he had his own show. And then and I think it was... Every two years, when when Israel does these massacres, they did. It was the one where they did the raid on the flotilla. Who these people weren't even Gazan; they were just people from other parts of Europe and, and the Middle East. And they raided the Israel raided this freedom flotilla of boats, and their uh, SWAT team killed ten civilians who weren't even armed. And uh, Spitzer's trying to defend it and said, "Well, a report said that some of the people on boats had sticks." And Greenwald. Green- <laughs> Greenwald just laughed out loud and was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You're sitting there showing the the night vision shot of the person hitting the, the guy with a stick once, and you show that on a loop over and over on MSNBC, and you don't show any of the, the people who were actually murdered, and you say that you're a fair and balanced network, <laughs> you know, like you're you're basically yeah, Fox. Yeah, no, it's just unreal. And, this, and that's always the case, because the Palestinians don't have fucking weapons, because again, they're in a fucking prison city. So, uh, you know, that... that Israel has to make up exceedingly absurd claims, uh, you know, in terms of, of Palestinian weaponry uh, to justify their their genocide. They, they, you know, talking about they sent flaming kites and they threw rocks at us. And oh, so that's a great reason to gun them down with tire fully fire. automatic machine tire guns fire. and fucking, you know, yeah, the smoke from the tire fire and air force. Exactly. Um, it's just it's just unreal and people buy that shit and like liberals buy that shit and they defend it or they'll say oh well it's complicated it like I, I it just makes my fucking head explode like how any liberal including Jewish liberals because I've talked to Jewish liberals who have such a blind spot about this and I'm like this is not fucking about your religion these people are terrible representatives for your religion if you were Muslim you wouldn't fucking defend Al-Qaeda would you no. like Jesus Christ. Well, you know, there's there's these um, this group of Hollywood celebrities that every year will hold a big gala fundraiser for the IDF. And oh it, yeah. this year they broke a record and they raised like $61 million in one night for people who are basically a, a death squad, right? Their snipers are shooting yeah, children. They're shooting medics out in the open in Gaza, not even, you know, a, a, a medic in a medic coat being shot by a sniper is not an accidental shot. That's a deliberate, you know, they're following that person and shooting when they know they're going to kill this person. Um, and, and and Robert De Niro and uh, what's his name from the fucking 300 stupid ass dumb movie um, are raising money for. Dude, oh, yeah. And then the best part was his fucking mansion burned down the day after. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Sure, he has another one somewhere, so I'm not really too worried. Yeah. He's British. I'm sure he has one in fucking the UK. Oh, did you see also. the photos of Anthony Hopkins' mansion? Uh, it, no, it what was happened? Like, uh, so all these wildfires that are like 12,000 homes have been destroyed. 
I don't think we, there's not enough media coverage of, of the fires that have happened just the last batch of them this last month. Uh, but yeah, if 12,000 homes burned, that, that, why isn't that the biggest story? Um, honestly, mm-hmm. but Anthony Hopkins, who I'm sure has a couple houses, they called it a mansion, but I looked at it and I was like, it's a pretty small house. It's only a two story house. Uh, only really like kind of two parts of it. Like I, my home was bigger than that growing up actually. Um, and it's burnt on like all three sides up to a cliff and somehow his house is not burned at all. And it's like, that's right. That's what you get for being a knight. <laughs> yeah. right. damn. And not being at least publicly on the side of any of these monsters. Yeah. You know, who know, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. somebody would be like, Oh, did you know Anthony Hopkins did that? I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. But, uh, as far as I know, he's, he's, he hasn't been a, a dickhead. Yeah. I, well, I mean, he's, he's British. So I don't, uh, yeah. there are a lot of British scientists. I don't think so. So I don't know, but I don't know. You know, they probably uh, all have some bad thing they support at some point or one or other. But uh, well, I mean, Br- the Br- British are like the OG imperialists. So if he's super patriotic, then then, then we have some. You know, we'll have some questions. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, you know, he did pay a, play a pretty good serial killer, but uh, we all loved him for that anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> despite his flaws, <sighs> yeah. So um, you know. Up and down week, uh, obviously some horrible shit happening, but there there's some glimmers of hope in the darkness, uh, and I hope that we can continue to kind of fan those flames because, uh, metaphorically, not, not the not the fucking wildfires. I mean, like the flames of of, of actual leftist change in America because. Uh, we're in real fucking so, desperate need of it, and we don't have any time left. What so. you're saying is, Anthony, uh, is we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was always burning since the world's been turned. Uh, yeah, that that pretty much sums it up in a nutshell. Is that a uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson quote? I'm, I, I've I, I've heard it before. It's, uh, it's more recent. I believe it's by uh, someone, William Joel, is, I think is his professional oh, okay. uh, stage name. It's like, uh, did you see that Sally Albright tweet where she she quoted Omar from The Wire and then attributed it to Shakespeare? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, she she tweeted she she subtweeted a Nancy Pelosi tweet where she said something mildly threatening, and then she was like, "If you co- if you come at the the king, you best not miss." And then, and then then you know, uh, dash William Shakespeare. That's literally a fucking quote from fucking uh, not even from Omar. That's from fucking what's his face. Uh, Idris Elba on the wire. Like that's not a fucking Shakespeare quote. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's such a moron. And that's what um, happens when old people tweet about pop culture, and you're just like, <laughs> no, Grandpa, don't. Like, there's uh, a reason. Just stick to the Harry exactly, Potter references. Exactly. Like, you know? um, so yeah, I again, you can tell when someone like Alexandria Casio Cortez is doing her own tweets. I'm sure she has some people that like help out with that. You got to have a staff. Can't do that all on your own. But, uh, you know, you watch like her, her Instagram videos, uh, where she's like mm-hmm. cooking and then just talking to the camera while she's <laughs> cooking, you know, uh, it's, you know, or, or now she's doing stuff where in an instant pot, by the way, not even yeah. like on this, like nice, like in her, in her fucking little apartment. Like it, it's just so, it's so humanizing it, to see someone. It's, it's so us, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you're just a regular person. Like I fucking love it. And you're this huge political figure at the same time. And that mm-hmm. makes people feel like they do have a voice and they do have power and that they can be involved in a process that's actually going to benefit them and not just shut them out. Uh, so I know it seems like a, a small thing that 
AOC does, uh, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, live stream stuff. But like that, what it speaks is is much bigger than <laughs> what it really is. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's really. I uh, and I will close on this, but it it really is like the Beatles in in, in 1964. Is like they were these kids who were basically broke when they came over to America because they hadn't, you know, raked in all this money from their record contracts yet. There were these broke kids who, uh, short of being put up in hotels and all this shit by the record companies, couldn't afford to go out, you know, get drinks one fucking night. Yet they'd walk out into the street and they get mobbed uh, like they're, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ. And it's like... such a bizarre dichotomy. When they do press releases, they would just joke around and mock the whole idea of celebrity <laughs> in a way that people thought was hilarious uh-huh. and irritated the hell out of the press. You know, they just did uh-huh. nothing but yeah. mock the press and all their dumb questions. They're like, "We're just making songs. Like this is kind of ridiculous, honestly." <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> we, we, people are yeah. fucking it silly. Just, but they we'll, we'll made them it. even Muck more popular around. with the fans, obviously, but. So I, she's she's right now in like the early Beatles, your uh, early stages of Beatlemania. So you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's it's pretty awesome yeah. to see. Well, let's just hope that uh, uh, they never let it. Mark David Chapman out of prison. Then he uh, just got denied <laughs> parole for like the millionth time in a row. So yeah. Yeah, he's better off. Somebody's going to kill him the second he leaves prison. So, oh, real, real quickly, but there's a thing in the news that just got released, and he used hollow yeah. point bullets because he wanted to kill Lennon and not have him suffer. Because he cared about him so much, is what he said. What a fucking lunatic, man! Like, just what a fuck. Yeah, God. you go back to the conspiracy a- theories about why he got let out of a mental ward in the first place, and like the whole idea of like mm-hmm. programming somebody to commit an assassination. Like, there's there's a shitload of stuff out there about that guy. Trust me. Um, he's a weird dude. I- I've listened to some podcasts about him. Like, he's just a weird fucking guy in general. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, so yeah, <laughs> so you say you want yeah, a revolution. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, good show. Yeah, and uh, we are uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can go rate, review, subscribe over there. Uh, it really helps us out if you do that uh, to get uh, up in the algorithm. I actually noticed our plays have started ticking up, and I don't think it's... Uh, in any small part due to the fact that people are sharing the show and rating uh, and subscribing more because that that helps it get up into the charts and up into the kind of you know recommended uh, section of Apple Podcasts. So if you can do that, you know if you're a listener and you like the show, uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, it's you know it's quick something quick that you Fuck guys can yeah. do and tweet us um, out because apparently Twitter is where podcasts are uh, uh, doing things that are good and stuff. So uh, if you like what you hear. Tweet it and then uh, tag us in it. Uh, you, we are on Twitter at Anthony. Yeah, I'm at uh, move underscore left, and you are chaos at... riot 1999. Yeah, um, and yeah, so that would help out the show. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, obviously SoundCloud.com slash move left. Uh, Facebook, uh, we're on Facebook.com slash move left idiots want to buy some merch and support the show you can go to teespring.com slash move left uh and we will see you next week goodbye
There's insanity in the control room tonight.